Prodigal Daughters podcast, where we share our testimonies and help others navigate through God's Word to find their way back home. I'm Danielle, and this is my co-host, Becca. Hey, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us today for another episode. Let's get started. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of His Prodigal Daughters. Once again, I'm Danielle. And I'm Becca. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, we have a pretty big episode coming up to this evening. <laughs> so um, I really hope you're excited. If you saw today's post, um, one thing we're going to be talking about today is something that's pretty prevalent in, uh, in today's world um, that most people don't even realize, but um, is witchcraft. Well, new Age magic, too. Yeah, witchcraft and New Age magic. Um, I know a lot of people just watch the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and there's been so many comments about, you know, different artists and, um, I know like Taylor Swift was one that was mentioned. Rihanna has been mentioned. Beyonce, of course. Beyonce. And, and we're talking about their performances as far as like, you know, doing rituals on stage and or even just looking satanic or demonic. Yeah. Like Sam Smith, um, is another one that is definitely, uh, come across as very satanic and demonic and, even though those are not great, and yes, those are of the devil, they do not uplift God in any way, um, that's not really the direction we're wanting to take this tonight. Um, this is more about, you know, the easiness of... Getting into it. Getting into it. The the underlining stuff. The something that's m- more obtainable to everyday people. Yeah. And that's the stuff that we really want to warn against, because it's sneaky. And it... it and it comes in, like you said, so easily. It just slips in without your even knowledge of doing so. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people are obviously like, oh, yes, well, don't use a Ouija board. Don't do seances. Don't do this. And those are true. We, we really should not be doing those things. Um, no, no. It is, it is very evil. It is of the devil. It's a way for Satan to manipulate you, and it's one of your yeses. Well, and two, something we just recently saw was that Amazon has a Jesus Ouija board. The Holy Spirit Ouija board. It's, I don't get that. No. It <laughs> is, they, Amazon now has a Ouija board for Christians, quote, to talk to the talk to, to Jesus the and, and and to the Father, and we're just like, that's a that's a way of manipulation because once you say yes to that, it doesn't matter what what it was made from. It's your intent behind it, but also just knowing that Satan uses these objects and things to bring spirits, to bring confusion, to bring. Well, here's, yeah, well, here's the thing. There is nothing in the Bible that says you need a Ouija board to speak to me. You need to pray. That's what he asks. <laughs> he says, you call on to me using my name, which is Yeshua's name. Yes. Through the name of Yeshua. And to pray to him and ask him for guidance and in answers to, you know, ask him for prayers. He says nothing about go buy a Ouija board and you're having to talk to me through a tool. Yeah. There is no need for a tool. Jesus died on the cross so that we could have open communication with God. He tore the veil between his world and ours so that we could have open communication. We don't need tools such yeah. as this. This is nothing but a gimmick. Yes. And this is nothing but a way for somebody to make money. Well, and, and two, it's if you truly think about it, it's a way of getting back at Christians. Mm-hmm. Because what is Satan doing? He's saying, oh, hey, guys. It's okay because it has Jesus Christ on it. Yeah, there's a cross on it. It's fine. 
you know, and that's that's essentially where we wanted to guide this episode into today, um, because I unfortunately dabbled in a lot of witchcraft um, when me and Becca were living our, our homosexual lifestyle, and mm-hmm. I am very not okay with it. But also, I'm grateful that I that God let me go through that situation so that I could. Um, you know, I could be the guinea pig and learn, and I hope that all of y'all can learn from my mistakes. Well, and two, not just you, but even so, me. Oh, like, true, I both of us. I didn't get into it heavy. Not but saying was, you got into it heavy. No, but, I did though. I did, and then I started to drag you along with me. Well, I don't even think it was you. I think it was the curiosity, right, of but, what what was being done, what was being felt. You know. But here's the thing: I brought it into the home. Yes. I brought it into the house, and the more that it was around in the house, the more it seemed... To, like, seep in. The more it seemed okay. Yeah. You know, you didn't see any bad things happen at first, and so that's some of the things that I wanted to talk about. So, with witchcraft, and we're going to get into the Bible, the Bible talks a lot about witchcraft, (laughs) Um, especially in Leviticus. Leviticus is a big one, but it's not just Old Testament. It speaks about it in the New Testament as well, so... I definitely want to start pulling, and we'll pull Bible verses as we go. But I wanted to kind of make this episode as a warning, um, because I was a certified crystal healer. I was doing crystal healings on a lot of my friends, um, and I was taking classes. I paid money to learn this stuff. Um, I was going to our local um, witch shop here, uh, witchcraft shop, to take courses on how to do spells and how to um, re- find your familiar? Yeah, find my familiars, which essentially is your like animal spirit, your spirit animal. It's a little different than you know. Anyway, that's a whole course. But essentially, all these different things that you know, people it's, it's super interesting, you know, because everybody wants to know what their you know animal familiar is, what their spirit animal is, or what does my aura look like, or what crystal am I? And, it's not like the Harry Potter uh, yeah. thing you take online where you find out your what is Hufflepuff, your class, your Hufflepuff. Um, no, it's not what house you are. Uh, it, it's definitely not that. Um, it's it is a way to open the door for people who are searching for the source, searching for something to fill that God-sized hole in them, um, that is what all of this is. And I fell for it. So it started off for me, particularly with crystals. Um, Growing up, uh, which I would like to go ahead and make this, you know, deferment here, um, my dad, growing up, he used to travel a lot, and when he did, he would bring me home, like, different crystals and different little rocks and stuff, and I collected them, um, just because they were pretty. There was no intent. It was just, ooh, look at these rocks. That was it. Um, I didn't believe in any energy sources or anything like that, but I had already had a small collection of these crystals that, you know, my dad had brought for me, and then, um, when we went to the mountains one time... We came home, me and Becca, came home with these sets of um, meditation crystals. Mm -hmm. And they were just in a typical gift shop. Um, They were just mixed in. Actually, this was at a place that had a lot of... um, Limbo Falls. Yeah, it was in Limbo Falls. But it had a lot of geological stuff. It really wasn't like a, a yoga shop or a you know, a witch shop or anything. It was just a place that sold a bunch of minerals and crystals for display and... Um, but they happened to have these 
definitely whole, they bought wholesale somewhere just because they were rocks to (laughs) fill up the gap. And we bought them and we started meditating with them and we started trying to do yoga with them and, uh, you know, feel Feel the the different energy, feel the different energies (laughs) in between the crystals. And it was so innocent. It was absolutely innocent. And that was what the devil used to open up the door for me and you to get into this. And then when we moved to Wilmington, that's when it hit me heavy. And I started studying uh, crystal healing and crystal energy. And the first remark that I made, because at this point I was still considering myself a Christian, I said to myself, oh, well, I'm just studying God's creation. And there are Christian witches out there, quote, um, you will run into people who consider themselves Christian witches, and I did it first. Um, I considered myself to believe in a God, and I believed in Jesus, but I believed that God created rocks and created these crystals in order for us to use them as, you know, medicine, uh, essentially for energy purposes, and that, you know, God made medicine and God made doctors, but he also made crystals. Yeah. That was... that's Like a I, holistic approach. Yeah. That's kind of how I opened up to myself to that was, oh yeah, this is just a holistic approach to things. And I really just head dove from there, um, which just to throw out a, a few Bible verses here that really speak about, you know, this type of... Um, type of healing and sorcery, essentially, Leviticus talks all about it. Because when I went from crystal healing to, I I mean, I went into mediumship. I started um, talking to spirits. I started seeing things and opening myself up to things. I started seeing uh, auras. Um, I started seeing ghosts, quote, um, which were not ghosts. Demons. <laughs> they essentially were a devil's way of tricking me into thinking that I was going down the right path. Um, but I was opening myself up to all these things and to the point where I was calling myself a white witch. Well, and two, I remember every time we would get up in the morning, we would do a tarot card reading. Oh, yeah, just like a daily devotional. Just like a daily devotional. We would do a tarot card reading to the point where I was journaling and... Yep. I spent so much money on this stuff. Like, it was ridiculous. And, you know, God is very, very, very open about talking about not doing this. Yeah, I mean... And and Leviticus chapter 19, 31, it says, Do not turn to spirit mediums or sorcerers. Don't seek them out to be defiled by them. I am Adonai your God. And there's another verse in Leviticus, well, there's a couple, but in chapter 20. Yeah, so Leviticus 20, um, chapter 20, verse 6. The person who turns to spirit mediums and sorcerers to go fornicate after them, I will set myself against him and cut him off from his people. And it's really interesting, this word, and this is out of the CJB version, but it says to go fornicating after them. Um, when you look at this word fornication, uh, which in the KJV version is is actually, the word is used, is whoring, um, in the strong concordance, that's a pretty literal term, you know, to commit adultery, um, to go around and, you know, seeking. S- seeking. But um, some other versions say prostituting. Um, yeah. Essentially, what when you're looking at what people who, you know, go prostitute themselves out do, they go 
and they offer themselves up to be open. They open themselves up to yes. these things. You know, women will, or prostitutes will open themselves up to, mm-hmm. to men, and this is oh, you're opening yourself up to this evil deed, to yeah. these evil acts. Yeah. And so that's something that you have to be careful. You you have to understand what this stuff is, so you know what to close yourself off to. Well, and the thing too is is like especially I know like friends back in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, even friends now. Oh, it's just a Ouija board. Uh huh. No. no. It's not just a Ouija board. No, it's not just a tarot reading. No, it's not just a psychic reading your palm. You have to think of where these things come from and whom they come from. Exactly. And when I was doing all of these things, I was... This is at the same time where I had started to run away from God. I started to run away from my family um, because, you know, I had come out as, as gay with Becca and I essentially removed any little bit of God that I had in my heart. Because, because how could you have both? Exactly. I couldn't have both. In my mind, it was easier to say, okay, Christianity is just this made-up thing. And, you know, pagans had it right first. And, you know, the pagans, you know, was is an older religion. And I made up <laughs> yeah. all these excuses. And... I essentially, I was still trying, we talk about it on here all the time, this this God-sized hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. And for people who look at these witches and, you know, these these are still people who are suffering. And, you know, when you look at somebody with addiction or even somebody who's homosexual, you can kind of see the search. Yeah. You can see the, oh, they're just trying to find God. You know, it's a lot more visible. With witchcraft, it's not... Well, sorry. But with witchcraft, it's not quite as visible. Well, and what I was going to say is the thing to look out for within that is, you know, we're given the Holy Spirit. We we are able to... The Holy Spirit gives us eyes to see things to be revealed Mm -hmm. in people. Mm -hmm. And if there's some people that God has gifted them with that and being... Seeing the -hmm. attachments around them... Right, and you can see that they have gone and they have essentially tried to find another source of power. So, you know, God gives us the power. We have power in the blood. I know everybody has heard yes. that song before. We we do have the power through God, through Adonai, through the blood shed by Yeshua. Mm-hmm. When these people, including myself when I was going through this, essentially I wanted... I wanted to live my life the way I wanted to live it, not by God's rules, but my own. And so I ended up trying to find my own source of power. And so I made myself, you know, I gave myself the credit. I was like, I have the ability to do this. I have the ability to pull energy from the earth, pull energy from the sun and the moon, and that I am my own source of energy and that I can manifest what I want. And I can do these things. And I I was doing spells for money. I was doing spells for my, like, I wasn't casting spells on my family. But I was, you know, asking all of these deities and spirits that I was speaking to for my situation to change with my family. Yeah. That my family would just open their eyes and see and love me for who I am. And see, in, the, in that lies the deception. Exactly. That you have the power. Because... Even though you're mentally thinking, I have the power, 
No, you don't. Mm -mm. That power is being given to you through something that is not of God, that is not of Christ. Well, the thing is, is that the the power that I was letting him, I was I was having to let him have it. Yeah. They still had to have my yes. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the devil makes himself seem as large as he can so that he can attempt to fill the God-sized hole in your heart that only God himself is big enough to fill. Yes. That is the difference. The devil is not, the devil is the creation of God. He is not the creator. Mm -hmm. And though he is a fallen angel and he has gone against God, he still is creation. But he will never be big enough as God. He'll never succeed him. And he'll, he can't. No. It's impossible. And it's, it's to the point where you have to open your eyes to these things so that you know, for one, what to pray against and who to pray for mm -hmm. and what to pray for. And, you know, I was, like I said, I had done crystal healings. I was um, doing pendulum work and I was speaking to spirits. Um, I was, uh, oof, I, there was a lot of things. I was casting spells. I was um, buying all of these different herbs and candles. Altars. I was making altars mm -hmm. to deities, to dead gods, to dead Greek gods, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not quite. Uh, I'm not. I'm a little, a little embarrassed by it. But I, I want us to. I want to to be transparent so that people can understand why others people do this. Well, and then too, you think about me. Like during that time, you know, at first I was very scared. I was like, uh, you know, like. Yeah, you were very like, off-putted by it. Yes, and then slowly over time, even I started doing pendulum. Not tarot readings. I was doing something different. I can't remember what it was called. You're doing like these spirit cards or something? Something like yeah. that. But I never got into spells or anything like that. Nothing hardcore. Um, <laughs> but it just shows you like the people you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Those are the things you allow into your life. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be as Christians... We have to use that power of discernment. Absolutely. It's so important. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, these are my friends. And there's nothing wrong. Nobody should be like, ooh, you're a witch. Get out of my, like, get go away. Don't ever talk to me again. These are the people, in fact, that you, you, you should set your boundaries with, of course. Do not fall short on your faith. And you shouldn't be spending time with them, especially doing these things. But... The reason why Jesus sat down with the tax collectors and the reason why Yeshua sat down with the sinners is so that he could teach them. Yes. Is so that he can show them the true way. And all we can do is sow our seed. Especially in today's society, I think so many people are terrified to sow that seed because you're going to get latched back. You're going you're going to have people that were like, who, who are you? You think you know everything? Like, you know, don't talk to me like you know something, you Jesus freak. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. I'm a Jesus but, freak, yeah. What a good compliment. <laughs> um, but, but when you sow that seed, even if they give you lashback, that's a good thing, honestly. It means you're doing something right. It means... Something internally in them got stirred by the fact that you're bringing, bringing up, up Jesus. And it's not, it's not to try to pee them off. You no. know, the goal is not to make them mad. The goal is to share the truth and how they handle it is how they handle it. And then you walk along your way mm -hmm. and you, that's all you can do. You sow your seed and you let the Holy Spirit go from there. Yes. And I know that, um, it talks about it also in Deuteronomy and 
Um, there's a, a couple different places. I know that in Galatians, it says um, in chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, and it is perfectly evident what the old nature does. It expresses itself in sexual immorality, impurity, and indecency. Involvement with the occult and with drugs, in feuding, fighting, becoming jealous, and getting angry, and selfish ambition, factionalism, intrigue, and envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I, w I warn you now, as I have warned you before, those who do such things will have no share in the kingdom of God. It says it right there. This is New Testament. Paul's writing to the Galatians about this, and essentially he's, he's speaking of what won't enter into the kingdom of God. And we have to share that. If we're truly friends with these people, if you have friends or your family members or children that are, you know, living this lifestyle of witchcraft and um, dabbling in new age magic, you have to, to warn them. It's, it's your job as a Christian to do so. Well, in two, like you have to think it's, it's more than, I know we're just specifically talking about witchcraft, but it's mm -hmm. so, it goes so much further into it. Mm -hmm. And especially with witchcraft, though, because, you know, you're dealing with something, not saying that this is more demonic than everything else, but the amount of things you allow, I know I've said it once, I'll say it again, the more things you allow to seep in while you're using those tools that are basically given out by satan because mm -hmm. what does he want to do he wants to he comes to steal kill and destroy how does he do it by using objects that catch our eyes it's mm -hmm. like oh hey look at this i mean don't you want to mess with this listen these crystals they're gorgeous they were beautiful they were beautiful and you know the i have gotten rid of all of the crystals that i used for my energy healings and things like that and there is I would like to say this too. There is a huge difference between collecting rocks, right? Because they're pretty or, you know, having rocks on display versus using them because they, you believe that they have the ability to heal through the energy properties that the earth has given them. There is a huge difference. <laughs> yes. And I want, I want people to be aware of that, that we shouldn't just like go around and anybody who has a crystal start saying something. But, you know, you have to be able to use that spirit of discernment to know the difference. Mm -hmm. Because it is, you know, you, ha you just have to be careful. You have to be careful. And I know that a lot of places, too, that sell crystals and crystal jewelry. I used to have a ton of crystal jewelry. Yeah. Be careful where you're getting these things from. Because, you know, let's say you find a beautiful citrine necklace, right? Mm -hmm. Is it coming from a witchcraft shop? Are you buying it from something like that? Because if that's the case, you know, spirits attach themselves to these things. Well, I was also going to say, like, what people put on them. Because mm -hmm. different people having the product, selling and, you know, dispersing that product, you don't know what they've done with that product. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'll tell you that some of these witchcraft shops that I've been into... They, when you walk in there, they have crystal grids, they have pentagrams, they have um, all these different, already, they go through and they, they do spells and cleansings, quote, over the entire store and every, over every product. And you think that seeps before, out? Yeah, before they, and yeah, because these people buy these products mm -hmm. and then they wear them out. And you, it's so important that you're aware of these things. I know I'm being very repetitive of that. But 
when I I came from a very strong Christian family. I was completely born and raised in the church. Yeah. I mean, every day of the week I was at that church. And to go to for somebody who was raised in the church to go from a good Christian married wife to a homosexual witch, I mean, it, it it'll get if it got me, it can get anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but you, true. So you, I, we say these things, and we we have this podcast not to just share our testimony and to, of course, uplift the name of Adonai and Yeshua and and tell everybody of their work of his great works, and but to also warn you to warn you and to warn others who have this type of lifestyle and who have made the decision to be in the occult, even if you say you're a Christian witch, you cannot be a Christian witch. No, there's, there's you no, cannot. there's no way. And parents need to be careful of their young ones as well. Mm-hmm. It's just popped in my head. We need to be careful of our young ones because of the things that they are seeing mm-hmm. and the things that their friends are allowed to have that maybe, you know, I know like with me growing up, you know, I had certain things that others wouldn't, mm-hmm. but we need to be cautious, especially as parents and what we're allowing our kids to intake and what our kids are seeing and be cautious of those stores mm-hmm. and tell them, you know, Hey, we don't ever want to go into a place like that or be anywhere in someone's home or, yeah. you know, because of the attachments that you allow with and, going into those places. Yeah, and not and it's not to, you know, be a helicopter mom. It's to protect their eternal soul. Yes. Like, because this is... It takes one time. It takes one time. It takes one little thing for, you know, for Satan to completely snowball into to something. I opened up my eyes after God has spoke to us and I was like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. I looked around at my bedroom and I had multiple altars to multiple deities. I had crystals. I had crystal grids. I had, um, the evil eye. I never owned anything with a pentagram on it. I, I, no, we were, I was like, I refused. I was like, that's the borderline, (laughs) (laughs) which didn't make any sense. Um, but it's, and it's not all, and here's another warning too. The pentagram is not the the straight up pentagram. The upside down one is meant for satanic rituals. Yes. The one where the star is right side up is actually quote not satanic. All of it is satanic, but it's not recognized within satanism. So, when you're when I heard that and I learned that it's more of an elemental thing, it's it's to represent the four elements of the earth and spirit. So earth, water, fire, yep. um, air, and spirit. So when I first heard that, I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I was taught that it was. Deception again. So that's another thing I want to warn you about is that when you see people wearing a right side up pentagram, it's not because it's a Satanism. It's all of Satan, but they they see, they more than likely see themselves as an earthy witch or like a healer like or a healer or a reiki healer yeah. or something of that nature which yeah. is even more deception and that you know it's it's not just they're not you know killing chickens or anything like that but <laughs> that it's it, these things the devil will make it sound so pleasing yes and that you know it's not what you think it is 
it's not it's not Satanism. Let me show you the research behind yeah, everything. Yeah, let me let me show you these cool things that you actually don't know about and that your parents hid from you. Yeah. No. Well, and two, that's a thing, you know, growing up in a Christian household, you know, our families, our moms especially, were blocking us out of those things because... And for good reason, but... <laughs> and, yeah. And, and what happened to us needed to happen for God to pursue the work he Absolutely. had in us. But just have to be so mindful, so mindful of everything that is going on, especially in the world nowadays. It is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many witch shops are down here in Wilmington. Yeah, it's, there's it's new crazy. age, new age magic is very, and it's, it's a trend now. It's very trendy, especially with people, like we said in the beginning, like Taylor Swift and other, like these big named artists who are, you know, making witchcraft trend. And honestly, that's what it was. I fell for the trend. You know, I wanted to be this mystical hippie. Um, I wanted to be unique. I wanted to be different. I, you know, I wanted to be somebody that people would look at and be like, oh, wow, she's really cool and different and unique and she can do things that I can't. And unfortunately I could, but not because through the grace of God, but because of the, you know, saying yes to Satan yeah. and saying, okay, yes, Satan. But I, I may not have said it like that. You know, I said these little yeses here and there and I was like, oh, this is of God. This is God. God, well, and then it got to the point where I was like, well, God is not even really that real. Let You're me talk. You're so deep in it. It, it. it slid like a water slide. It was so fast and so blinding mm -hmm. that when I opened up my eyes, I was like, how did I get here? Yeah. It was just, it was wild. And I know that in Micah, it talk, there's, Michael's got another verse, um, or a couple verses that talk about this too. Yeah, so uh, Micah chapter 5, 10 through 12, this is a CJB version, um, starts out, I will cut off the cities of your land and lay waste your strongholds. I will cut off sorcerers from your land and you will no longer have soothsayers. I will cut off your carved images and standing stones from among you. No longer will you worship what your own hands have made. We have a jealous God. Oh, In yes. case you didn't know. Um, God, Adonai, is jealous. And there's reason for it. I mean, if I made something and somebody else gave credit to it, as an artist, if I painted a painting and, you know, Becca came along and said, oh, actually, I painted this painting, and, you know, and everybody started giving her praise for it, I would be really mad. Yeah. I'd be really upset. And that's the kind of God we serve. He created our beautiful creations and he does all these things. And yet people like me who were lost and people in today, he, you know, they're, we're giving, we were giving credit to the wrong people. Yes. And to not even real ones. No. We just, we just made up these things. And, you know, it, it's so sad because if you can picture God watching over us and us giving credit to somebody other than him you know jealousy is not quite the word that you know sometimes i think about because with jealousy we think of envy or yeah we think like a negative aspect but disappointment absolute Oof. disappointment yeah can you imagine god looking down and just being disappointed in the fact that he provided you all these things and we're giving credit to some made-up God, that or, would... Or to even to Satan. Yeah, to Satan, to to something, yeah, to Satan himself. And it's like, that would be so heartbreaking. 
Well, and two, you know, he's like, I have this plan for you. You don't even know what I have in store for you. And all of it's good. And all of it's good. Nothing, it, it, not to say that, you know, there won't be trials and and tribulations, tribulations, but it's the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. But yet you're going to do this. Yeah. And say thank you to this, this thing, this entity, this Satan. Yeah. Who is giving you these false powers and giving you this false imagery of your life. And he's working you like a puppet. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, I was... I was seeing things that weren't there, and I thought it was because of all this practice I had done. That part freaked me out, I won't lie. Yeah, and, like, I was seeing um, relatives. I was seeing, um, we would go onto historical sites, and I would start having names come up in my head. And I would have these um, images of people walking, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I opened up my mind to a, a different realm. Like that it, third eye. Yeah, I opened up my third eye, and now I can see the spirit realm. And, you know, it was... And I was... I was now that I look back at it, I was so crazy. <laughs> like, I was I, I was borderline psycho. It, well, um, and what's so scary <laughs> is... You know what it was whispering in your ear. They were saying, mm-hmm. this is this person. Right. This is this person. Yeah. So it's all of these demonic spirits surrounding mm-hmm. you speaking into your ear and deceiving me into thinking that these were actual people and they weren't. And that's that's where, you know, you psychics, it's uh, just stay away from yeah. them. Just stay away from them cuz I considered myself I didn't advertise myself as a psychic. I advertised myself as a crystal healer and an aura reader. Um I was also using uh, another thing that I haven't talked about ready, uh, readily because I wasn't using a lot was um, uh, flower essences. Um, oh, yeah. Which is another gateway drug, if you will, into this. Essentially, instead of crystals, it was using flowers. Um, there was different tonics that you could use. Um, I was using... It wasn't like, like herbal remedies. Essentially, yeah. it was a little bit more past that it was taking out the energy of the flower (laughs) and and putting it into i know i'm laughing at it now i'm like what is wrong with us i'm like sitting here listening i'm just what What were we thinking i I know but you know there's people who truly believe in this stuff and that's the truth that it was taking the energy of flowers and putting them into tonics and using them as remedies not like herbal remedies (laughs) Because we were pulling, mind you, the energy of the flower, not any kind of medicinal things from the flower. Like, you know, it was just a... Yeah. So that's another thing to look out for is anything of like, you know, I know that there's like essential oils, which truly that to me is a little different. Like sage sticks, smudge sticks, like all of those things. You have to be very careful where you, like we said, where you get them from, mm-hmm. where you purchase them from. And your intent. And your intent behind it. Your intent. Was... It's kind of, I feel like your intent is is important, but also you should have the spirit of discernment to understand why, why you're doing this in the first place, you know? Well, and two, listening. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You need to listen. If you walk into a store and you get that feeling that, uh, I shouldn't be in here. Something's off. Turn around and walk out. 
Yeah. Or the same way a, f- a friend's house. You know, you don't want to be rude, mm-hmm. but gracious, graciously excuse yourself. You know, if you feel like something's off and you're, mm-hmm. you have that power discernment or your spirit's telling you, you don't need to be in here, listen. Oh, yeah. It's true. You definitely want to be very careful of who you surround yourself with. But we talked about it, you know. Yeah. Also, use that opportunity to sow your seed. Well, too, yeah. Well, here's another one. Um, so, actually, when we were studying this, I don't know how I completely missed this story in Acts. Um, but it's now one of my favorites um, because it's, like, something that me and Becca have gone through. So in Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 13, now we pulled this from the CSB Bible um, just so that y'all could understand the names uh, because the Jewish names are extremely hard to say. And this was the closest version in the English words. (laughs) So we checked the translation and this is accurate. Um, But it says in um, in verse 9, a man named Simon had previously practiced sorcery in that city and amazed the Samaritan people. While claiming to be somebody great, that sounds familiar, they all paid attention to him from the least of them to the greatest. And they said, this man is the great, uh, is called the great power of God. They were attentive, attentive to him because he had amazed them with his um, sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Even Simon himself believed, and after he was baptized, he followed Philip everywhere and was amazed as he observed the signs and great miracles that were being performed. <laughs> we both looked at each other. We were just like, uh, how, how have we never heard the story? Like, we may have heard it, but it didn't hit until after, actually during this particular study, that I was like, whoa, okay. Um, so, obviously... This is something that has happened before. There are people who have given their life to God out of this. So biblically, it is not impossible. Well, and two, it just tells you that if you have any doubt about God's strength, God can take you from the lowest of lows Mm -hmm. to the highest of highs. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you're doing in your life. He can, he can provide that safety. He can provide that love, those things that you're searching for. He's right here. We just have to be able to open that door. And like we've said, sow that seed. So mm-hmm. that way people can be open to, to Jesus and to Adonai, Yeshua. So that way they have a, a place to go. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've talked about it a million times. They're searching. They're yep. wanting to find something to fill that hole. The only person to fill that hole is going to be Jesus Christ or or God himself. Exactly. And this podcast, like we said, this particular episode is not only to warn those who may be dabbling in this lifestyle, because if you are, please know that this is not a condemnation, but a, a testimony. This is an example. This is, we get it. We've been there. Mm-hmm. I was there and nothing, even during my time of witchcraft, I was anxiety ridden, yep. extremely depressed. I was, I was putting on this front that I was living my best life and that these crystals were actually doing something. But in reality, I was living in utter disappointment 
because nothing was working and I couldn't admit it to myself or admit it to anyone, especially you, because if I admitted it, then I would be a fraud. Yeah. So, yeah, but I was a fraud. <laughs> I'm open to admitting that now because now I have found the answer. I have found the true thing that gave me purpose and helped me heal in this life, and that was God. And and giving my life to Yeshua and giving my life over to the Creator Himself instead the of the actual Creator, the actual Creator instead of the creation, I have now have absolute peace in my life, regardless. And I've had worse things happen since then. Even when I was living in the world of sin, my life really wasn't that bad in comparison to the things that I've gone through now. But yet I feel better and I'm at much more peace now than I was when my life really wasn't that bad. Because you have no worries because you have a God who is so great that you know is always going to protect and provide for you. And he has. And he has. Even constantly. And it's, it's been a test of faith and, you know, things have happened and for those who knew, um, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, or maybe even the last podcast, that I had lost my job, yep. um, God has answered prayers, and now I have another position that's even better yep. than where I was at before. So glory to God for that. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I was scared, but at the same time, I had complete peace about it because He pulled me out of a work environment that was toxic. That you didn't need to be in. That I didn't need to be in. And Mm -hmm. now he's put me in a place that's absolutely amazing. And now gives me... It's just... So testimony on this end. But my point (laughs) is is that, you know, if if you're a person who's living in witchcraft or doing witchcraft, there is a better way. And if you are a family member who knows somebody who is doing witchcraft or, you know, a daughter or son or anything like that... Know that there's a God who can bring them out of it. And prayer works. Prayer works. Yes. Prayer works. I don't think we could say that enough times on this podcast. I mean, Mm-mm. as you guys probably have all heard our, you know, mom and grandma's testimony, you know, prayer works. It's all in God's timing, but he will provide that when it is time. He will He will bring them out of it when it is best for that person to come out of it. Yes. He may have to bring that person to the lowest low in order to bring them up out of it, Mm -hmm. but you have to have faith in a God who can do that. And I know there is a God who can. Yes. And me and Becker are both walking testimonies of that. And that's not to uplift ourselves by any means. This is to completely (laughs) uplift God because we we couldn't have done it ourselves. No, No, absolutely It was only through the power of God that we were able to completely transform our way of life and to giving our life to Him Mm -hmm. and living for Him, regardless of our circumstances. Bearing that cross and carrying that cross and just knowing that we have a Savior who died for us, Mm -hmm. who took on every sin of the world for us. Exactly. And I, I couldn't think of a better testimony no. than that. Mm-mm. So this is just, we love all of you. We want to warn you and just give you these, you know, just give you peace of mind that if there is anybody you know going through this, it's going to be okay. And that if you are going through witchcraft, we're praying for you. Yes, Because absolutely. we know that God, you know, like I said, this isn't condemnation. It's just a testimony. Mm-hmm. That's all we want is that I've been there. We've been there. Yep. And so, yeah. All right. Well, I think this would be a good time, Becca, if you want to say a prayer over our wonderful listeners. Absolutely. 
All, All right, right, guys, if you want to bow your head, one of the... Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord Father, as humbly as we know how. God, with everything going on in this world right now, Father, we just ask that you put your hand of protection around over every single one of us, God. We know that Satan is running rampant, Father, that he is here to kill, steal, and destroy. And we are not going to allow him because we have you, Adonai, as our king. Yes. We have Yeshua sitting on your right throne waiting for us to come home, Father God. And we denounce any spirits right now that could have any attachments to any of our followers, God. We bind them. We break every chain, Father God, because you are the healer. You are the chain breaker. And we rebuke it. Yes, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We bind any sense of abnormality that may be going through somebody's life right now. We bind it and block it from them right now in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We pray peace. Shalom goes over you and over your family. We pray comfort in any situation that he gives you that peace and comfort and love and joy. And we ask all of this in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. And just as a reminder, um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's where we keep all of our updates and upcoming events and upcoming podcasts. So follow us on there. And we are on all major podcast platforms. So if you don't mind sharing, liking, commenting, anything you can do to spread this word, we would absolutely appreciate it. Um, And we will see you next Tuesday.